Welcome to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This show is about you, your life, your impact, and your legacy. Now your hosts, John and Rena. Hey, welcome to the Impact Hour. This is John, and I have with me today Raul Lopez Jr. And today we're going to be talking about influence. Oftentimes, we would like to have influence in our lives. We'd like to have control over what is happening with other people and in our circumstances. I was watching Groundhog Day just the other day. It's a great movie, watching it again. And there's a great set of lines in there I thought was really awesome. Uh, Phil, the the weatherman, is saying, you know, have you ever been uh, just in the same place every day and every day was exactly the same and nothing you did matter? And... uh, kind of the, the, the hick next to him says, yep, that about sums it up for me. <laughs> and uh, I think we want to have influence in our lives. We want to know that our life matters, that it makes a difference that we are here. And if we have no influence, that will be hard to have that feeling. So we want to have influence on in our workplaces and our families with our kids. In fact, I think one of the, the fears that parents have is as our kids are getting older is their influence is waning over their kids. Like, oh man, my, my chance of having a, a chance to influence them and to instill into them the values that I have might be fading. So we want to have influence in our lives, and today we're going to talk about how to have influence. Influence can be a tricky thing. What we often do in our life to have influence usually doesn't work the way we like. And I've had a lot of seminars and uh, been coaching with people, and they say, man, so-and-so just doesn't listen to me. What they're really saying is they won't do what they're saying, and uh, they're not having the kind of influence that they want, and there's a lot of frustration around that. And what we do oftentimes really backfires. It actually causes or influences the person to dig their heels in and to not do what we are wanting them to do. They dig their heels and resist. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so so you're talking about influencing over our kids right yeah um yeah that's a you know i hear the word influence and i go man that's that, oop, it's broad it's a very broad word um because as we were talking about earlier um we can be influenced mm-hmm. or we can influence and i think when we're talking about our kids um sometimes we feel like we're speaking to them and we're hitting a wall, right? Mm, so right. We're, we're getting that feeling of, hey, I'm not able to get through to my child when I'm talking to them about good or bad stuff that feels like they're not listening. But what I really like is uh, when a couple of weeks later, your child comes and repeats to you what you yeah. had said to them. And you go, oh, I got through. That's outstanding. Yeah, they, they heard that. <laughs> yeah, they did hear it. So sometimes we don't think we're influencing them. But I believe that uh, as long as we're consistent in what we're trying to teach or influence, I think it gets through. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a relationship between leadership and influence. Mm -hmm. If you've ever read any John Maxwell stuff, he says leadership is influence. And I can kind of see why you'd say that. A lot of times we don't have to lead from the front or be the leader on stage or the one giving the directions. But there's ways of leading even from the back Mm -hmm. leading from from in the middle. And Mm -hmm. uh, that's just using our influence as a way of leading. And so we oftentimes also want to become better leaders. And those two are tightly integrated together. Yeah. That uh, when, we, when we lead and when we influence, those, those are often the same kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I worked for a, a large company. It was a Fortune 500 company, and I was a production manager. And, you know, my <clears throat> title um, was kind of a title that you would think would demand the influence or respect, but you really have to earn it. I think we all know that you have to earn respect. You have to have respect to be able to influence people. And one of the things that I really liked about the company is that we did regular trainings almost quarterly and the whole training programs were about how to work with our people, how to create a healthy work environment. And that's what created the influence. You know, there, there are some leaders, managers, who come out and tell you what to do. And then there are others who show you. They will either show you what to do or just make sure that you're doing good that day. Mm-hmm. And if, if you have a relationship like that with your employees or people in general, when it's time to give some 
criticism, right? Some constructive criticism, they take it much easier. Whereas if you're the type of leader who demands respect, who demands this is what I'm telling you and your influence is more, you know, a dictator, then when you give some criticism, it's not taken very well at all. Not at all. Yeah, ultimately, influence uh, is something that you really can't make someone do what you want. Right. So ultimately, if you want to influence people, they have to want it for themselves. Yeah. yeah. And so really influence and leadership really is about showing somebody why they want what you want. <laughs> why they want to do what you want from them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if they go, oh, yeah, that's that makes sense. I want to do this. And, and there can be a number of reasons why they may want to. They might want to for themselves or they want to because they like you and they want to support you or, or whatever the reason is, you know, they want to do it. That's. That yeah. is a good form of influence as opposed to you do this or, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm the boss, something will happen, you know. Yeah, I think I think that falls under um, just being a good example, too, because, you know, if if you're doing, uh, well, you know, we'll go back to the the business being a manager of a production line. If you are a leader and you are being the example some people will look at you and go like, I like the way he teaches. I like the way he shows or he or she um presents himself here. I want to work harder. I want to get to that position. I want to grow in this company. That's what influence is, right? I mean, you've influenced that person by your example, and they want what you have or what you're doing, and they'll work harder or in a better way to get to that level. And so that that is influence. I'm not asking you to do anything, but I'm being the example, and they're seeing right. and they're wanting. Yes. Yeah. A lot of times, we've, when you start to learn how to influence and to lead, sometimes it can happen in various settings where we're learning maybe to start a business or to learn sales. Mm -hmm. And a lot of what people will say is, oh, you know, you need to do these things so that they like you and so they trust you. And so mm -hmm. there's this formula that you have. Yeah. And the formula oftentimes becomes a form of manipulation. Yes. And people can really sense that stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know, and sadly, sometimes people are intimidated and they do fall for it. And, and I don't want to put a bad name on any industry, but I think most people can relate to car salesmen, mm, right? I yeah. mean, some, some car salesmen, not all. I know some really friendly, some really good. I have some friends who are great car salesmen, but I've dealt with many who are that type where they, they'll use um, things like psychology that should be used in the right way, but they'll use it to try to manipulate you to purchase a car. And uh, an example is one time I was uh, negotiating a vehicle and it just wasn't going well, you know, and I was like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to buy the car. Sorry, you're not we're not coming to a deal here. And the guy looked at me because it was our, we were already an hour and a half into the deal. Mm. And he looked at me, he goes, so you're just going to make me waste my time and you're not going to buy the car. And I just looked at him like, waste your time. I've been sitting here just as long as you have. You're wasting <laughs> my time, you know. But, that, I mean, I could see where he – that was a regular practice of his, to mm, say something, to right. try and intimidate somebody like that, to try and manipulate the situation. And I'm sure it works for some people, sadly. So right. you have to be able to recognize that, too, the difference. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of times the manipulation comes out because there's weird stuff going on in us. So if I'm trying to sell something and I'm feeling insecure or I'm feeling unvalued, that's going to leak out. And the sales conversation, if you will, is going to look really weird. Mm -hmm. It might look manipulative because I'm not even conscious of it. Oh, yeah. And so they'll say something and I'm like, whoa, you know, and I might respond and react to it because suddenly I'm feeling like I'm not valued from, mm. from the customer and, yeah. and, oh, you know, you're just going to waste my time or, or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even be where I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know what that falls into, John, is we've talked about it too. And it's a whole nother subject, a whole nother show, I think, but, uh, um, certainty and, uh, what's the other term I'm looking for, uh, of the top six human needs. Mm, I'm not sure. What significance. You, significance. Right. Okay. So if you're feeling that way, yeah. Um, if, if you offer somebody something or you suggest something and they kind of don't like it or don't want it and you start to feel like insignificant, you might respond the wrong way. Like, well, what do you mean? You made me waste my time or you might get defense, right? Offensive. Yeah. And certainly that's not a good form of, of influence. Of sales, no, it is not of influence. A good form of and influence. then <laughs> that can happen in any, any influential situation. So just to be clear for you listeners, um, influence works the same way in any situation. If we are a boss 
it might look like that's different, but the way we really truly influence people in that scenario is the same way we would influence our kids, mm -hmm. that we would have influence with our friends, the way we'd want to have mentorships with other folks, all of that kind of influence works the same way. Yeah. It really doesn't matter if, if the situation's different because the same dynamics still apply. So that kind of comes down to the individual and, and almost personality, mm -hmm. right? Because if the way I influence my children versus my colleagues, right? Or just maybe so a coaching client or something, uh, if it all comes from the same place and it comes down to who I am and my values, right? Right, yeah. right, and, and how, how I'm showing up. Yeah, and you know, what's, what's going on in me, what's, what's the inner stories in my head that I tell myself that I don't share with anybody, but, you know, what are those inner stories? Are those inner stories, you know, really cruddy stories that I tell about myself and other people? Are they uplifting? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk some more about this. We need to go to a break. We will be right back. kids to listen to you more? Bosses, do you want your employees to be more engaged? Salespeople, do you want your customers to be more inclined to say yes? I'm Rena Bonicio from the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Let's explore some simple changes you can make to get the responses you want from people. Schedule your free discovery session with me at theimpacthour.com. Making some simple changes in yourself can make a dramatic difference in your relationships. Schedule your free discovery session at theimpacthour.com. Some assembly required. Meaning significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Your impact matters, you matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today we are talking about influence. Kind of similar to, to the show I did just a few weeks back on getting things done with people from the inside out. If you want some more insight on that topic, which would relate to today's topic, you can go look that up on the impacthour.com and listen to that. A lot of the times what's going on inside us really affects our ability to have success in the world, which includes our influence. And if we have those inner stories in our head that says, maybe, maybe we're hearing it in, even in someone else's voice. We hear our dad's voice. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and the dad's voice is, oh, you're good for nothing or whatever, whatever they said. Or it could be you know, some other friend or an uncle. Or sometimes it's just our inner critic mm -hmm. just going at it. And... And that inner critic can apply to other people. We can have these inner stories about, oh, you know, nothing good ever happens. And people just say stuff just to say stuff, but they don't really mean it, which would be like a very cynical attitude. And if that's all the stuff that's going on inside of us, when we try to influence people, it's not going to come out very good. And it might look a whole lot like manipulation. Mm -hmm. And people resist manipulation. Yeah. And then it actually makes the influence much more difficult. Yeah. As people dig their heels in and go, uh-uh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's that's great. I mean, uh, the stories that we tell ourselves, right, the things that we believe that other people tell us, um, it absolutely will affect how we'll influence people. And I would, mm, I would, I would say that if we cons consistently are have the negative thoughts in our mind, that it's an energy, right? Yeah. And people recognize and feel that immediately when when you're when, they, when you're around them. So it'd be very difficult to influence anybody um, in a positive way if you have those thoughts going through your mind. And uh, I think one of the things that we talk about, one of the things we teach is, uh, well, I know one of the things we teach is I call it purposeful thinking and taking charge of your thoughts and making sure that you have control over your next thought. We we can do that, and too many people just allow their minds to drive them crazy. And, uh, yeah, how could you influence somebody um, in a positive way if, if, if you're not even able to control your own mind? Yeah, it'd be pretty difficult, especially when that stuff leaks out. Yeah, and it does. It really does. Yeah. And the hard part is even if that stuff's leaking out, we might not get really good feedback about that because people might just go away and just never call back. <laughs> and, you know, suddenly yeah. we just don't see them anymore. We don't yeah. know what's going on. And there's this big 
just a big void. We don't really know, you know. Well, you know, there's a couple of things that can happen that I can think of. Um, I mean, just pro there's probably more than this, but one of them is when I've had people just really come off at me in, in, a, in an odd way where they probably have these expectation, right? They're already mm. thinking it's going to go bad. So their first approach is negative. Mm. And what usually happens to me is like my eyes get big and I just go, oh, all right. You know, and I try to get out of there right. as soon as I can, right? <clears throat> right. So, so sometimes I think people will recognize it like, oh, did I come off the wrong way? Yeah. Right. And then other times, I mean, this isn't me personally, but other times if you come off on somebody, they'll start arguing with you immediately, right? They'll become defensive. Right. So then all of a sudden you have a big argument going on somewhere. Somebody got offended and somebody was being out of line right. for something like that to happen. Yeah. So what have you influenced? You've been influenced a, a good fight. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another thing to understand is that judgment is met with resistance as well. Mm -hmm. And this is a huge one. I don't know if it's for all of you guys, but when I look on social media and Facebook, I see a whole lot of stuff about, oh, those people, they're just idiots, and, mm -hmm. you know, they're just not doing the right thing, and if mm -hmm. you think that, then you're an idiot, too, and, yeah. and all of this stuff back and forth mm -hmm. from everybody on both sides everywhere. Mm -hmm. It just feels like everybody is outraged, mm -hmm. and you talk to those people, and you think, yeah, I'm, I'm influencing people by posting this stuff on Facebook, right. and I think it's actually having the opposite effect. It absolutely does. This is just my opinion, but when I see that stuff, I feel like people are basically spreading hate because, you know, there it doesn't matter which side, like you said, are right or wrong, but if you believe you're right and you're not open to looking at any other side or any other suggestion or any other subject, and then you're going to fight that you're right, um, and you know that based well, you know what you're posting, right? Right. Um, you know it's going to create an argument. So for me, I don't see people that are posting these things as I'm trying to share, I'm trying to teach. I see it as p spreading hate. I really do because mm. you know an argument's going to happen. I mean, we all have our own opinions and we're allowed to them. Mm -hmm. um, but that doesn't mean because we don't agree, that means I have to hate you. Right? right. I mean, what kind of ice cream do you like? If I don't like it, you know, right. I, I hate you. You like chocolate ice cream. That doesn't make any sense. But, <laughs> and, and, you know, you get into the Facebook and the political world. And if we don't agree, all of a sudden you hate each other. It's sad. Uh-oh. I think I like chocolate ice cream. <laughs> so do I. Rocky Road. Okay. Ooh. Hey, all right. <laughs> awesome. Something can agree on. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, so if we want to have influence and we're coming across as judgmental, and like we said before, if it's if we are feeling judgmental on the inside, it will come out judgmental. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter what words we pick, mm -hmm. it will come out that way, and it will be judgmental. And the person will kind of go, "Whoa, I'm being judged here. They're yeah. they're telling me I'm there's something wrong with me. I'm wrong, or mm -hmm. there's you know I'm not doing it right. I'm not accepted. Whatever is going on in their head, then and suddenly it's resistance. It's heels dug in. Uh uh, I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. And that is not going to work for influence. So a lot of folks are saying they just don't listen to me. What I notice frequently, not all the time, but those folks are saying so-and-so just won't listen to me. My kid won't listen to me. My stepkids won't listen to me. My employees won't listen to me. Oftentimes, they're coming out with a judgmental attitude. And mm -hmm. the real question is not, is, are they doing it? But the question to ask ourselves is, are we doing it? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> if someone were to come to me and mention those things, like, why, why doesn't uh, my kids listen to me? Why don't my employees listen to me? I, I would ask them, well, why do you think? You know, how are you approaching them? What, what is happening in that conversation or in the relationship? Because uh, if, if you're one person and you can't relate or get along with the 10 people around you, it's probably you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and the tricky thing is it's it might be me, but it might might also be, you know, five out of the 10 people around me as well. <laughs> it and might be, you know, they got something going on and I got something going on and yeah. I'm thinking, oh, look, see, it's them. And they're looking at me going, oh, look, it's him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it's actually both of us. <laughs> yeah. So individually. It can yeah. Be. Yeah, I, I used to think it was, you know, other people had problems and I, I you know, made mistakes here and there, but mostly I was okay. And, and as I dug in deeper and learned more about myself, I went, oh. Yeah. And I started looking around. I realized, actually, that's, that's most of us. Most of us mm -hmm. have some kind of conditioning, some kind of childhood experience, mm -hmm. whether it was, you know, horrific, you know, like some folks' stories are, or just 
You know, it was just the daily grind over and over again, building up over time. Yeah. Most of us have weird, weird messages we took in as kids. We took yeah. in, you know, we had to appear a certain way to be loved and accepted. And, or we, we took in messages like we just weren't any good and we weren't worth anything or we better hide out or we might get hurt. Yeah. You know, all kinds of messages. Right. So we are, we are conditioned and we conform to our environment for the most part, right? Um, when we recognize that, then we can change it. Because yeah. right? I, I hear people that will debate that like, oh, just because you were raised in this environment doesn't mean you have to be that person. And that's 100% true. But if you don't know anything outside of your environment, the circle, the neighborhood that you live in, that's going to be your beliefs, right? That's going to yeah. be the blueprint you create for your life. And that's who you are. Until somebody comes to you and says, hey, there's another way to live or there's another idealism for this you know, world and or plans in your life. Yeah, and we get so enmeshed in it, we're not even aware that it's happening. Like we're not even aware that it's happening. Not even aware. It's like, well, of course. And it, we just assume that's just the way everybody is, right? Everybody's this way. Yeah. Because that just happens to be where we grew up, and everybody right. there was that way, but it's not everybody everywhere. Right. And, yeah. And then you get outside of your neighborhood, and you're like, these people are weird. What's wrong with these guys? Yeah, right. And then again, <laughs> it's you. <laughs> yeah. Or depending, depending on where you grew up, it could be you. So if you want to influence someone, here is a really key question to ask. Ask yourself, why am I wanting them to change? Really? Like, really, what, why am I wanting them to change? Mm -hmm. What's the mo real motivation in there? Not the one that sounds good, but what's really going on? And there can be a lot of answers to that question. It could be, it helps me to get my sales goal. Mm -hmm. So I meet my goal and maybe I get my bonus or it solves a problem that I'm experiencing, or I wanna feel like I'm, a, I'm valued and important. And if I said something and that changed them, then it makes me feel like I'm important maybe. Or if they do what I say, it'll prove me right. Mm -hmm. There can be a lot of ways to answer the question. And the one answer that really is the one that's the most beneficial is I love them and I want what's best for them. Mm -hmm. That should be the answer. Right? That, yeah, and the hard part is it should be the answer, so that might be the answer we verbally give, mm -hmm. but it might not be the real answer. Right. You're try we're trying to feel our own need in changing them. Right. right? Yeah. yeah, so we're, doing, we're changing them for our need, right. and, and that doesn't come across very good. Right. And usually people can tell, mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, you just want me to change because it helps you or whatever, right. and, and that doesn't help yeah. me. And, and, we, and we wonder why they won't change but we just talked about blueprints because it's because their blueprint is different right? right i have my blueprint you have your blueprint and i may be saying hey come over here and follow my blueprint and you're like i don't i don't like your blueprint you know yeah so we have to understand that we all have different blueprints for our lives yeah yeah and it could be you know a lot there but that's that is a key question and and maybe there's really not a reason to be changing the person right because maybe we're just not accepting them for the way they are, mm -hmm. and we're just wanting them to change because we want them to conform, mm -hmm. or because you know it makes us look good, or it just makes us feel better because whatever they're doing is upsetting, mm -hmm. and uh, it could be just everything's just all going on in me. I'm I'm upset by what they're doing, but it's not really wrong. Mm -hmm. But it's all what's going on in me, and now I want them to change to conform so that I don't get upset <laughs> yeah. and it's not related to anything that needs to change. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if, uh, if, if that's the right reason for trying to influence somebody. Right. I mean, well, let's give an example of a good reason that you do want somebody to change uh, a behavior. Maybe they don't understand it is bad for them. Right. For example, you know, I work with incarcerated youth and uh, there are some kids in there that are doing some things that they shouldn't be doing. Right. And so I try to change that behavior for them and, and give them examples of why it should be changed. And that's me wanting to influence change in their life. Mm -hmm. They necessarily don't want to change, but I have to talk to them in the right way and, and plant seeds in them so that they understand like, well, yeah, maybe maybe this is why I'm getting in trouble or maybe this is why I'm here right now. Right. So there are reasons, sometimes things that we have to kind of poke at them and go, do you need to change this? Right. And right. a part of influence might be spending a good amount of time explaining to the person why it is that they want the change that we're recommending. Mm. And once they go, oh, now I get it. <laughs> right. well, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and then and then they they want it, you know, pretty, pretty badly. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I, I need that now, you know, and you have to kind of get out of the way and let them let them get what they need yeah. or what they want, because now they really want it. And they're not resisting anymore. Well, now they understand it, right? Yeah. You know, and going back to your point where sometimes we want people to change because 
it's 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 gonna feel one of our needs is i always go back to you have to kind of understand you first you have to heal you first and then you can go help other people because uh if, if you're just like having an agenda like you should fix this and you should do that and you need to change this and you need to change that you know the whole log in your eye thing yeah it's like you got to look at yourself first yeah and it can be pretty tricky yeah. like for parents yeah. parents may want their kids to behave a certain way because it makes them look good right yeah. so mm-hmm. i've seen that you're so right. we're gonna go to a break we'll be right back Families are discovering a better way to vacation on Tripping.com. One search on Tripping.com lets you filter, compare, and sort homes from the world's top vacation rental sites, so you'll always find the best deal. From furnished beach houses to cozy ski lodges, lakefront cabins to luxury condos in major cities, Tripping.com has them all. Vacation rentals offer more, more privacy, more space for everyone under one roof, and more choices with fully stocked kitchens, extra bedrooms, and even hot tubs. All the comforts of home, and then some. Best of all, at Tripping.com you'll find more savings, with rates up to 80% less than traditional hotel rooms. Planning your family's spring break to Florida? Tripping.com. Can't wait to visit Lake Tahoe this summer? Tripping.com. Dreaming of a cabin in the Smoky Mountains? Tripping.com. This year, get out of the hotel room and into the vacation home of your dreams with Tripping.com slash plan. That's T-R-I-P-P-I-N-G dot com slash plan. Find your perfect vacation rental on tripping.com. Are you tired of feeling sick and tired? Are you constantly limited by your health and you want to get a more natural solution? My name is Dr. Tim Smith, and I help families change the way they view and manage their health at New Life Chiropractic every single day, getting natural solutions for common health care issues. If you want to learn more about how you can start changing your life for the better, Visit our office at newlifechiropracticrockland.com or call 916-259-2682 and start changing the health of your family today. Hey guys, Quinn, host of The Good Life Show on 105.5. I've got a new show called 60 Minute Success on Sunday nights at 10 p.m. The whole idea is to improve your book of business. We want to help you help yourself Tune in Sunday nights, 10 p.m. for 60 Minute Success or join us online at 60minsuccess.com. We'll see you next week. Oh, yeah. The Project Grow Radio Show, a passionate millennial's perspective and advice on faith, marketing, leadership, and technology. In a world that's quickly advancing, we bring you exciting interviews from today's top entrepreneurs and leaders, fueling your growth in life and business. Project Grow Radio Show, hosted by Adrian Boisel, every Wednesday and Saturday at 11 a.m. Or listen from your smartphone by downloading the Money 105.5 FM app. Fridays at 2. Lock it into Money 105.5 for the rush hour for success. It's a show dedicated to your success. With information about what's going on in the community, reviews of places to visit around Sacramento, and of course, topics that involve experts in money strategies, business, real estate, and things that matter most in life. Join the watch star himself, Jim T. Chong. Get entertained, get educated, and get with a rush for success. Fridays at 2 on Money 105.5. Get total freedom in your life safely and quickly. Build wealth and passive income so you never worry about working till you drop, losing your job, or retiring in poverty. Hi, I'm Steve Davis, an investor in thousands of units over the years. Now it's your turn. Del Wamsey has been my mentor for nearly 25 years, and he's taught over 100,000 people just like you the principles of financial freedom through live one-on-one mentoring at Lifestyles Unlimited and his national radio show. I'm excited to tell you about the real estate workshop that changed my life. The workshop gets you on the inside of what we do and what we believe and unlocks the five ways we make money in real estate. Just like your personal trainer, Lifestyles Unlimited will motivate, encourage, and teach you so you can get in the best financial shape of your life. Call 866-971-8970 or go to fivewayswemakemoney.com. That's fivewayswemakemoney.com to register for the workshop that will change your life and let you stop worrying about working till you drop, losing your job, or retiring in poverty. Meaning, significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. 
Move through your world, touching lives and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Parents, do you want your kids to listen to you more? Bosses, do you want your employees to be more engaged? Salespeople, do you want your customers to be more inclined to say yes? I'm Rena Bonicio from the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Let's explore some simple changes you can make to get the responses you want from people. Schedule your free discovery session with me at theimpacthour.com. Making some simple changes in yourself can make a dramatic difference in your relationships. Schedule your free discovery session at theimpacthour.com. Some assembly required. You're listening to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5. Know your impact. Make it great. Welcome back. Today we've been talking about influence. But before we get back into that, there we have something special here for you. If you are a guy... Or if you know a guy. (laughs) (laughs) And one of the things that I know as a guy I've experienced is I've had people say things or do things and it pushes my buttons. That's the phrase that I grew up with. My buttons are pushed. Some people use the phrase that we're getting triggered. And in that moment, emotions are just flooding in and I'm taken out. And I'm not in a resourceful state, and I can't respond in that moment in a reasonable fashion. I am upset. And if I did react in that moment, it would not be good. And for some guys, that's when they would step up and they lash out. And some guys, that's where they withdraw. They're afraid of what might happen. And so it's like, oh, I better, I better go away somewhere before somebody gets hurt. And they, they withdraw. And that tends to be that the two patterns that guys have when they're triggered or having their buttons pushed is to either lash out back, like you know, lash out at the person and step forward and confront or to withdraw. Whatever your pattern is, if that has happened to you, if you have a recurring problem in your life, maybe, maybe you've uh, switched jobs and this problem from your old job now is reoccurring in your current one and it seems to come up over and over again and you get your buttons pushed, and you're like, what the heck is going on here? Uh, we have an event for you. The Unchained Men have a meetup group that is uh, meeting this coming Tuesday. And if that is something you're interested in, you can go to unchainedmen.com and click on subscribe. And when you subscribe, we'll give you information on how to join in. It'll be an online event. And so you can join in from the comfort of your office or living room or wherever. Um, It'll make it easier. You just need to come home, and then we have an event. It starts at 6.30. So anyways, go to unchainedmen.com and click on subscribe. This will be a great event. Anything you want to add to that? Um, No, yeah, you can can watch it or or be part of it from anywhere. I mean, on your mobile device, there'll be a link there. You can just click on it um, once you get that email. And uh, you can join our – it's going to be a Zoom call, I believe. Yeah, right? so you'll use the platform called Zoom. You can join our Zoom. Zoom, and uh, we'll be able to see each other or not. If you don't want to show your face, you don't have to. Um, but you can definitely interact and um, ask questions or just get some great information. Awesome. Cool. So let's talk some more about influence. You were talking earlier that uh, we could be wanting to influence others, but then there's this whole dynamic of being influenced by other people. Mm -hmm. And that's a a whole other side of the topic. And are we influenced by the things that we really want to be influenced by? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I know I've been influenced by things I probably shouldn't be influenced by. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been influenced by a whole lot of things that I should be. (laughs) Right. But... uh, I, I think it's something we want to be conscious about, mm-hmm. you know, because it's so easy to just get sucked in and, and just sit there and look at social media. Mm-hmm. It's a, I don't know, there's this psychological thing where you, you get a thing and then you're done. And when you're done with the thing, the next thing pops up instantly mm-hmm. and, and it's kind of in, in games. And so you're done with the level and the next level just pops up and, and it's yeah. like, oh, there it is. And you start playing the next level. And on social media, it's that way. You see the post, and the next post is just right there, and the next post, <laughs> yeah. and it just streams up. And we just sit there, and we take in all of this stuff that might be influencing us. Mm-hmm. That you we can do. go through a spectrum of emotions just going through Facebook, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Each post to post. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, in, in There's always the good and the bad in regards to influence and what we want to be influenced by. 
And, um, you know, uh, a mentor, I think mentors are important. As you know, we're, we're, we're men's coach. I'm a men's coach. And uh, I learned, I looked back, and the first time I ever had real success in business or financial success is I had a coach. And I didn't realize at the time, but I did. I paid a guy to help me learn a, a new uh, industry. And then I flew around the United States with him, and he showed me how to be successful. And at the time, I didn't look at him as a coach or a mentor. Well, I kind of looked at him as a mentor. But looking back, um, the success I had was 100% following his lead and, and let, allowing him to influence me. Like, man, this guy's a smart guy. Um, you know, it, he, he's a great guy. You know, quick story. Um, he was a multimillionaire. Um, and we were walking down the street one day in some little town somewhere in the middle of the United States. And there was a nickel on the ground, right? And he pointed at it. And he goes, look at that. There's free money on the ground right there. And I looked down, and I didn't reach down to pick it up. He says, are you going to pick it up? He says, because if you don't, I am. <laughs> and I just kind of looked at him like, what, well, man? This guy got a ton of money, right? And he's talking about picking up a nickel. And he's all, that's free money. He's all, how you react to money is how it'll come to you. So if you look at that and you go, I don't need it, then you're saying I don't need money. But if you look at that and pick it up, then you're going to attract it. Mm. And I was like, wow, this guy, he was a great influence on me, right? So that's a, definitely a positive influence, and he helped me out a lot as, as, as a business coach. Nice. Yes. So I think we have to be careful on what we're being influenced by, and sometimes it's subtle. It might be some folks or some media, and it's not meant to be influential, but it is influential. So you can be hanging out with people and they are just, you know, negative Nancy or, you know, whatever, whatever it is. And it's always, oh, that's not going to be any good. And, oh, they did that. Oh, that was probably a mistake. And all of these comments. And if we're hanging around this a lot, that will influence us. And that over time might change our whole thinking patterns. Mm -hmm. And we become maybe more like that where we wouldn't want to be. Mm -hmm. And maybe, maybe that kind of person is your sibling, you know, or, you know, somebody you really can't get away from. But, you know, we can limit some exposure to that sort of thing and start exposing ourselves to other kinds of influences that are so much more supportive and helps us get to a, a space in life that we want to be in. Mm -hmm. I mean, who wants to just be in a place where we always look at the negative side of everything and it just looks horrible? So, ew, ick. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, we, I think we fall into that a lot and it's not I mean I, I love my mother she's she's amazing she's uh, um, one of the strongest people in my life uh, but some of the things she used to say right and she didn't mean any harm by it but some of the things that she would say to me um, were a definite influence because she was my mother and you know she should be my influence um, but I know that she often said things like uh, oh be quiet let's not bother those people you know, calm mm. down. Let's not bother those people. Let's not. Bother. She would often say that in all these different arenas and right. wherever we were at. Let's not bother these people. And I got this sense as I got older of you know my son. He wants to go play or something. I'd be oh, let's not bother those people. And I thought he can go play. You know, it's okay. Right. He's not like going crazy. He's just jumping around. He's having a good time. But I felt like I didn't want to bother people. And it's because I heard that my entire life. Yeah. Don't bother those people don't bother those people. Yeah. So. And then the the hard part around something like that is then what what do we take in as a message about our value? Yeah. You know, yeah. are other people more important always? Right. Or do, I, do I bother people? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or do we bother people or, yeah. or are we are we worth is are we valuable enough to go and interact with people or, yeah. or should we be the ones who not bother others and not right. not be the ones who shouldn't be bothered? Right. You know, and, and you think about it again. I say uh, she was what she was doing is being respectful to mm -hmm. people. Right. Yeah. Let, just calm down. Let's not bother people. And th that may have been just her way of like trying to calm me down, like saying, hey, I don't want you to do that for this reason, mm. but it was the reason she used over and over again. So yeah. it, it became, became instilled in me. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and the, a good point in that is that our parents might not have any sort of nefarious message for us. Yeah. It's, and it's very reasonable, but it's how we take it in. It's how we accept it. It's how yeah. we accept it. Exactly. And, and so even we can grow up in, a, in an awesome family and there's really nothing wrong going on. And we can still take in these messages mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that affect us, you know, years later in our life. And doesn't it go back to the whole mindset that we were talking about earlier um, in regard to how the things we hear and what we believe and what, uh, how our mind perceives them? You know, I, you can go to one person and go, man, you're awesome. 
and they're like, hey, thank you. And you go to another person and go, oh, hey, you're awesome. And they're like, you making fun of me? Right? <laughs> yeah, and you said right. the same exact thing. Right. And it's like, no, I said you're awesome. Right. So the way we perceive things and where our state of mind is, right, if we're thinking happy thoughts all the time and having a great life and just enjoying whatever circumstance we're in, then when I say you're awesome, you're going to be like, thank you. But if you're always thinking like something's wrong and I say you're awesome, you're going to go, what are you making fun of me? So right. Perspective. Yeah, just the, assu- the assumption that something's always wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty easy to fall into. (laughs) Yeah, I see it. I see it a lot. Yeah. So another thing about influence, when we do influence, one of the things that can hinder influencing others is we get fixed on a specific solution. So we're working, you know, with our kids and we want them to behave a certain way. And there's only this one behavior is acceptable and there's no other option. And that can, that can look a number of different ways. One is we just don't accept anything else from our kids. And they, they might even initially be on the same side going, okay, I'm going to try something different here. Mm-hmm. But we're like, oh, that's not right. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's not what I asked you to do. I asked you to do this over here. And mm-hmm. we're fixed on a very specific solution. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk some more about this. We're going to go to a break. We will be right back. Do you want your kids to listen to you more? Bosses, do you want your employees to be more engaged? Salespeople, do you want your customers to be more inclined to say yes? I'm Rena Bonicio from the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Let's explore some simple changes you can make to get the responses you want from people. Schedule your free discovery session with me at theimpacthour.com. Making some simple changes in yourself can make a dramatic difference in your relationships. Schedule your free discovery session at theimpacthour.com. Some assembly required. Meaning, significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Live with passion. Make a difference and come alive. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today we've been talking about influence. And just before the break, we were talking about the uh, not getting stuck on a very specific solution. We can get fixed on a specific solution and that can hinder our influence. And one of the big key things there is if we are fixed on a specific solution, there's only one solution that we're looking for. There's only one we would accept. Mm -hmm. And uh, it doesn't leave room for the other person. And if we truly want to influence, one of the best ways to influence is to co-create the solution with the other person. And so the other person can go, okay, I get what you're trying to achieve. Let's see if, if I can come up with something that works as well and maybe it works even better than the initial solution mm-hmm. and oftentimes when we get into a creative mode with folks and we're working on a solution the answer is way different than any one person would think of certainly not the first solution that any person would think of mm-hmm. and that's one of the the dangers i think of uh of being fixed on a specific solution usually that's our first idea <laughs> we get our first idea and we just go with our first idea and sometimes that's not the most creative answer. It's just the first one that popped into our head. Right. Mm-hmm. There could be a much better way to do it or an equal way to mm-hmm. do it. But we're, we get into that my way or the highway mode, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to get from point A to point B, you can go right or you can go left. And if you're like, we're going to go left here. And the person's like, well, I think right is the better way. For me, how I look at that is as long as you get to be with the same goal reached, then it doesn't matter which route you go. But then, like you said, that's when you discuss it. Okay, right. you want to go You want to go uh, right? Well, what is that going to do for us? And, you, they, and they explain it. It might work just as well, right? And you go, okay. Yeah. But if you're stuck on route A, right. then you or maybe route, Or maybe the other route was even better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then there can be creative solutions where you say, hey, I want to get to point B. And they look at it and they go, are you sure? <laughs> and you look at it and you talk about it and you, you sit down and brainstorm and like, actually, I think we really want to get to point C. And yeah. point B is not really what I wanted. Good point. Yep, absolutely. And when we, we can be in a more creative space with folks and co-create the answer, mm-hmm. it's much more beneficial. We get to way better answers. 
and it leaves the door open for our influence. Mm -hmm. Because if we want only a specific solution and that's not one they're very happy with, mm -hmm. then they're not going to be on board. That's great. That, that's, I, I love that because as we've been talking, we've been talking about kids, right? Mm -hmm. Relationships and business or career, right? Yeah. And that falls in all of those areas, yeah. right? It really does um, co-creating or discussing how to get to that next point or what point you need to get to. Everybody has their buy-in and you're gonna get there much more smoother versus we're going left. Right. And we're going to be, and that's it. When they're like, man, we can go right and get to C, and it's a much better outcome. But we're like, nope. <laughs> yep. So, and it works in all those areas. It really does. It works it in all does. those areas. Buy in. It does. And one step along the way on there. So, even if, if whatever you're going through is a struggle trying to co create a solution, maybe the other person's just not open to that at all, mm -hmm. is to at least give them a choice mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. say, hey, I need to get to point B and we can go left or we can go right. Which way do you want to go? Yeah. It's much better than, hey, we're going left. And right. why aren't you listening to me? Why aren't you going left? I told you to go left. <laughs> I told you to go left. Right. And they're just like, left doesn't work, man. You know, that, that gives me another example going back to that, that production company I used to work for. 99.9% um, .9 of the time, I'd, we'd, we'd co-create. You know, I'd, I'd say, here's what we need to get to. How do we do it? And they really love that. And that was part of the influence that I had with these guys. And when 99.9% .9 of the time you're co-creating and they have the buy-in and you're doing it together, that one time when you have to dictate, when you have to say, this is what we're doing today and that's it, it they don't even mind. Because yeah. they know for the most part, you're always willing to accept what they have to say and take their input. Um, and then when that one time when you go, this is what we need to do, they have enough faith in you they have enough you have enough influence over them or they just accept it and go okay let's do it yeah go for it and they'll go okay this is the exception he's not normally like that yeah, and yeah. okay it must be important <laughs> yeah it must must be important i'll, I'll do it this time right. as opposed to that being that way all the time and right. they're like oh man i'm you know that's not working for me right yeah yeah that, that's influence you know it really is that's the influence where you can sometimes call a shot and say this is what we're doing and that's it it's because most of the time you're doing it the right way yeah yeah an important point of influence is that people need to feel heard, understood, and valued mm -hmm. before they're open to any sort of influence. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he talks about people need emotional air. And he talks mm -hmm. about seek first to understand, then seek to be understood. Mm -hmm. And that works with influence, where people see and they know and they feel heard and understood and valued. And you say, and I think this is a good path to go. Mm -hmm. and, and you're doing the influence thing, then they're much more open. Right. If they're not feeling even heard, mm -hmm. they don't even have trust that whatever is being provided is in their best interest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many times have you sat across from a salesman and they really have a lot of energy when they're talking, but then when you start to talk, their eyes just glaze. Mm. And then when their response is not, has nothing to do with what you said. Right. Right? They're just, they just keep going with their sales pitch. And that's what you're talking about. Like, we need to be heard, right? Yeah. Um, at least pay attention to my three sentences instead of just going straight back to your sales pitch. Yeah. Yeah, they're, you know, they're trying to sell you solar panels, and you just told them you think your AC is not working right and taking up too much power, and they're not even addressing it. <laughs> right. And you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. And that's just an example. It's not like a real example. Right. Right. Like, I, I need a new battery in my car. Well, we have this brand new car over here you can buy. And I'm like, I need a battery. What are you talking yeah. about selling me that car? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I keep talking about car sales, but I have nothing against car sales. I'm sorry. <laughs> So the last thing to be aware of when we're trying to influence, and it's been quite a while, we've talked about this thing of, of called being in the box. And it's the idea comes from a book called Leadership and Self-Deception. Mm -hmm. And when we are in the box, this is a place where we're in the box with specific people. And that's when we have started to treat the person like an object. We're starting to see them as a problem. And we just see them as being in the way. And really, we've mentioned before, but we get into the box, really it's a form of self-betrayal that occurs. And what we need most in that box is self-justification. Mm -hmm. And when we are in that box, we are not seeing reality correctly. We have a distorted view of, of reality and we're seeing it through the eyes of, of needing justification. We need to be justified. We need to, to justify why did we not do what we thought we should do for that person? Or why did we do that thing that, that uh, harmed that person or hurt the person? And how we need to justify ourselves and explain why we did that. And we're in a place of justification. 
And when we're in that place, we're too busy justifying ourselves to actually be open to connect with the other person, and we're not in a place of influence. Mm, right. So does that fall under the category of just wanting to be right? Possibly, We're yes. Trying to justify, I am right. I am right. And and yeah. and sometimes people will give you an example where maybe you're a little bit off, but you fight to be right. That's the box. Yeah. Right? You're in that box, and ooh, that made sense. But I'm right, and here's why. Yeah. That's the, and the example they give in the book is a uh, guy felt like uh, their kid was crying at night, infant kid, and he felt like he should get up, mm-hmm. but instead he rolled over and pretended he was asleep, <laughs> and uh, and then made his wife get up. And go, oh, and go yeah. get the kid. Yeah. And now he had to justify why he did that. Uh-huh. And in his justification, is like, oh, well, she's not a very good mom anyways. Oh. And, you know, I work all day long. And, you know, I deserve yeah. to be, to get some rest. Yeah. And, and all this self-justification now comes up. Right. And, and, now, and now the view of reality is distorted. Now he's painting his wife in the most negative light mm-hmm. on how she doesn't work. And she doesn't care about his needs mm. and all of this stuff. So he's convincing himself yes. as to why he didn't get up by putting down somebody else. Yes. Right? And that's common not in just relationships but in anything you go. In the workplace a lot of times too, sadly. You're right. Yeah. And so from that place might might be going, Oh well I need to now influence my wife <laughs> but we're not even seeing reality correctly. Have you ever had somebody try to convince you that they're right, but you could see in their eyes they don't even believe it? Mm. <laughs> right? That's, that might be that example. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you want to influence somebody, check yourself. Mm-hmm. What is going on in you? Right. Are you trying to justify? Mm-hmm. Are you wanting to be right? Mm-hmm. Are you wanting to just be valued by, by influencing the person and say, look, see, I have value? Mm-hmm. Or is it really coming from a place of love and concern? Right. Are you seeing the other person as a person with needs and wants and dreams just like anybody else? Or are you seeing them as an object? Are they in the way? You know, getting on the airplane, who are the other passengers? Are they objects in the way? Or are they just other people with hopes and dreams too? Mm-hmm. And how are we interacting with them? And when we influence, are we coming from a place of love and concern or from some other place. And that really is the key to having strong influence in the world. Nice. You've been listening to the Impact Hour. Thanks for listening. Have a good day.